Today, I have Maddie Montaquilla. She'll have to tell me if I pronounce that right. She's a product manager on the .NET MAUI team. Nothing much more exciting in our world. Maddie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am really, well, really good. Good. Glad uh, to have you here. Thank you. You totally nailed the pronunciation, so good work. I know I went from one difficult sounding last name to another, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yes, many people probably still remember you as Maddie Leisure. Yes. Yep. But they'll make the adjustment. Yeah. Don't catch up, people. You can do it. <laughs> there you go. So what I'd like to do is, if it's all right with you, is assume that the people who are listening to this know what MAUI is, have experienced either with Xamarin Forms or have started at least tinkering with MAUI and, and go on and talk about sort of middle to advanced concepts because most of the documentation that I've been able to find has been uh, introductory. And yeah. uh, including my... 14-part blog series, um, which I'll, I'll uh, problem. what's the word I want? I will, uh, we're just going to skip that part. <laughs> what's the word I want? I have no idea. Link? Promote, promote. Promote. <laughs> Including my 14-part introduction to Maui blog posts, which I will promote shamelessly at jesseliberty.com. But, and there's excellent documentation f from all sorts of places, including James Montemagno's amazing four-hour introduction on YouTube and the Microsoft Docs. But what I haven't seen a lot of, and correct me and uh, direct me, is uh, more intermediate and advanced Maui issues and concepts. Yeah, that sounds great to me. Um, I have been enjoying your blog series so far. I think we showed one at the last community stand-up, so... Keep those, I mean, I don't know if you're done, but keep them rolling if you're not. Oh, great. So uh, let's talk about a couple topics that came to mind. If you have other advanced topics, that would be great. And if you can point me and the people listening to where they can get more information about it, that would be terrific as well. Cool. One of the issues that we're running into in transitioning, we have a relatively large Xamarin Forms app. And one of the main places that we're running into is custom controls, either creating new custom controls or moving our custom controls over. So can you talk for a bit about custom controls in .NET MAUI? Yeah. Um, I, so first of all, like there's a couple different kinds of custom controls. There's the ones where you actually just write a brand new control from scratch in XAML or something, right? Like using boxes and colors and whatever. But there's also what I'm assuming you're talking about, and correct me if I'm wrong, the custom renderers that you write like a custom implementation for Android, you write a custom implementation for iOS, and then you use those in your forms app. Is right, that right. Yeah. Typically deriving from an existing control. Right. Yep. So it is way easier in MAUI to write them from scratch, which is great. We have we started calling them handlers and the architecture under the hood changed a little bit. Um, but you can write very, very simple extensions of native controls now without having to do the whole custom renderer song and dance. That being said, you already have them written, so you're not going to go rewrite them again. So there's a couple things you can do. One is upgrade them to the handler architecture. And so the expert on this is forums slash Maui team member Javier Suarez Ruiz. He's done um, a couple talks on upgrading or, or understanding the architecture. And I think the most recent one was 
probably I'm trying to think of when the last like big event that he would have spoken at was sometime earlier this this um I guess probably Q2 sometime Q2 was probably yeah, with, luck, with luck you can send me a link and we'll put it on the page for sure we'll do that um and I know he has another one coming up uh, and we'll definitely cover it at the .NET Conf Focus on Maui event on August 9th. So the, all those options will be there. The other thing is there's a Forms Compat package. Like you just plug it in and it just works. So that is a good way to just get off the ground with your app as it is right now and get it into Maui. But I would definitely recommend taking some time to read through Javier's literature and, and watch some of his talks and YouTubes on it. Um, because it's, you're, you're going to get kind of the performance gains and the, uh, architecture improvements that we made with Maui. Now, do I understand properly that there's a compatibility option as a way to transition? Yeah. So your namespaces and everything will have to change, um, to using Microsoft.Maui, but the renderers, custom renderers, whatever, custom controls, um, there is like a Maui compat or forms compat. I will also try and find the link for that. And that makes it so that all of those things just continue to work. Um, yeah, we're actually still doing that with some of the controls that we haven't ported over to the handler architecture yet in, in the SDK itself. But slowly but surely, we'll port everything over. So that will be gone soon. On our oh, own. great. That'll be a, that'll be a very useful link. Um let me ask you about maps. Right now, as far as I can tell in Maui, you can push a button and go out to Apple Maps or uh, Android Maps, but but there are no map controls. Is that correct? That is correct. The reason that we don't have maps right now is because Windows does not have a native map control. <laughs> so we did not know what to do there. And we said, let's just not block Maui on it. Let's ship it and let's figure it out. So we are reevaluating um, the .NET 7 and beyond timeline. I It changes a lot, so I don't want to say anything with any sort of definition. But we are working on getting the Android and iOS native map control built back into Maui. Whether it's part of the Maui SDK itself or part of the Maui Community Toolkit. Not quite sure where that's going to end up yet. Um, we've also been talking to the Windows team about like what to do on Windows for maps. It seems like we might just not do anything, mm -hmm. but we don't, we're not, it's, it's very up in the air, but we know it's an issue. We want to solve it. A lot of our like internal team members are very passionate about getting maps back in the SDK. So that will, that will have more info to come hopefully via blogs and releases in the next six months. Okay, but that's what we're looking at is that it's going to be a number of months out. Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, how much can we take of our – we have – my company has uh, – um, that is to say the company I work for has a map control that we have, uh, we have extended tremendously. And uh, is there a way to take that as it is, as a Xamarin Forms control and plop that into a Maui application? Yeah, you'll need to update. So you can treat it kind of like a library, right? Like as if you were pulling in Pancake View or something. Mm -hmm. So the lot what the library maintainers have to do is make sure that the um, namespaces are updated to Microsoft Maui and that the project is SDK style and compatible with .NET 
six or seven or whatever dot net <laughs> core plus plus <laughs> whatever we want to call it these days um, it was a forbidden term yeah right i know i keep saying the wrong thing people every time i think i know how to talk about dot net i say something wrong so it's okay <laughs> i'll get there um yeah so you'll want to kind of make sure that any of the underlying platformy stuff isn't affected by maui it, it shouldn't be and then you should be able to just pull that that control right back in to your app um there are some differences with how maui renders controls like we zeroed out a bunch of defaults so i don't certain controls we had like padding and margin that was just like default 10 or something for no reason and we never showed you that anywhere so if you updated your controls or your your XAML pages and things like shrunk or expanded, that might be why. We're trying to figure out like if there's an easy XAML resource dictionary we can add back in, but we actually haven't heard of it as being too much of a problem because most people overwrite the padding and margins anyways. Um, so that's something to keep an eye out with your custom extended control. But as long as it's targeting the namespaces and as long as you aren't doing anything um, that's... I mean, I don't even think there's another as long as. I think it'll. I think your maps should just work. That's great. Now, you did say in passing something about making it into a library. Yeah, so you could choose to take whatever control you have and just package it separately and pull it in. Um, if you're just doing it within your app, you would just make sure all the, the files for it are updated appropriately um, and that you're using whatever Maui Compat packages you need to use. Got it. Great. And uh, you're going to help us with links to the Maui Compat packages. Of course. Of course I am. Fantastic. So uh, what other advanced topics are people asking you about? Oh, my goodness. There's a lot. A data, um, not data binding, library binding, binding SDKs. That comes up all the time. Um, so say that you want to go use some... I don't know, SDK XYZ, and they don't have a .NET implementation of it. So if it's built with .NET 6 um, and it doesn't have anything device specific, right? Like it's not doing anything on the actual Windows device mm -hmm. uh, or Mac or whatever, you can use that in Maui. So system text JSON, go right ahead. All those things that just do smart things and make your life easier. If it does have native related stuff, um, it has to obviously work for the target platform. So you can target Net6 in general, Net6 Android, Net6 iOS, all those different things. Um, if it doesn't have a net a .NET version at all, then and you still want to use the library. So we see this a lot with like native um, Android and iOS libraries from the community that people would like to use in their Maui app. Right now, binding libraries is kind of a pain. It's the exact same way that you did it in Xamarin, which involves like some form of witchcraft. And I think you have to like sacrifice a goat or, or two, <laughs> get it to work. Um, we're investigating, we're in the exploratory phase of how to make that easier. There's a couple experiments on GitHub, on Reth, Jonathan Dick, who's one of the Maui dev leads, uh, Mike Parker, who works on our customer advisory team. They've been doing something that we're like loosely calling platform channels or I don't know, interoperability. And the idea is that uh, if you want to build a native view, it should be really easy to stick that native view or that native control from whatever into your Maui app. But more importantly, if you're using a native library and you only need one or two APIs to get where you need to go, 
it should be super easy for you to just expose that API to Maui, load in that package under the hood, and then just hit that from your C sharp um, and pass it the correct parameters. So it's very much still an experimental phase, um, but it's something we hear about all the time and we are trying to fix. Um, there's also some opportunity for us to do this at like a .NET wide level. You know, like how can .NET in general take in SDKs that aren't .NET and make those run on all of our targets? So it's a pretty cool problem space. It's definitely an advanced user scenario, but um, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Yes. Um, there's a code generating AI thingamajig from GitHub. I can't remember what it's called. Copilot? There we go. Yeah. How well does that integrate with uh, Visual Studio 2022 Preview and MAUI? So for the C Sharp, it's, it's great. Um, it works on... You, you're really going to use it more in your like business logic side than you are going to be your code behind and your UI. Um, and Because those things you, you kind of do everywhere. I haven't actually gotten my hands on the bits to try it yet, although I've seen some folks using it for things like creating a class and then writing the service interface to hit the endpoint for it, and, and they've had a good time with it. One thing I'm really interested in doing that is not at all on the roadmap, and I hope the Copilot team doesn't kill me, but I would love Copilot for XAML. Like I could just say, make me a grid, and it should be two columns wide and and four rows, and and I want them to be equally spaced, and I want the background color to be blue. Like I would just like to like say that to my computer and have it write that XAML for me. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe one day. Um, yes. That is totally not on the roadmap, but. I would love if more people talked about how amazing that would be so that I can then take that as customer data to the co-pilot team and say, see, obviously this is the most important thing you could be doing right now. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Yep. <laughs> okay. That's great. All of that is great. Um, when we look at displaying content, mm. there are some new layouts and new ways of using layouts, question mark. There are some new layouts. I don't know about ways of using layouts. Let me, as as I always do, I pull up the docs page and I click around. Um, well, let's talk about the new layouts. Yeah. So the it's the horizontal and vertical stack layout are really the newest ones you're going to see. So we've had stack layout forever and people do this thing with stack layout. I am very much guilty of it where you put a stack layout and then you're like, oh, but I need these two things inside of it. So you put a different stack layout and then you put a different stack layout and then you have like four stack layouts inside of each other. Right. The smart thing to do would be to be to just use a grid. However, I am not smart. I just like making my stack layouts. So you used to have to do um, orientation as vertical or horizontal. And then when the page was rendered, we'd figure that out as, as we went. So we'd start from the inside out yes the inside out i'm totally right so we'd say okay the innermost one is this and it's horizontal okay load that okay the next one is this and it's vertical okay load that and so there was a lot of thinking we were doing at load time um so what we've done with vertical and horizontal stack layout is we've just made it so that those are explicitly horizontal and vertical um the reason we kept original in there just regular old stack layout is because sometimes people will switch the orientation of the stack layout, depending on if the device is rotated or if, um, you know, they want it to be different on desktop 
or mobile or different form factors or an iPad or all those things. So you have those options now to use horizontal and vertical stack layout like straight up and they're nicely optimized. And I still just use regular stack layout and deal with the performance hits because I don't like change, but I have seen <laughs> most people who've been using them uh, have been enjoying them a lot. Yes. Yes. Other layout changes or? Those are the main ones. We've slowly, like we've, we've made sure that all of the layouts are optimized, right? We've, we've done that work. So everything that we were doing in Xamarin forms, just like the, the grids being able to use stars and like for column sizes and just like being able to put those all in a comma delimited list instead of a different XML tag for every single column or row. Um, those things that we were doing towards the end of the forms life cycle have also come into Maui. So some things that seem new to Maui are just also new to forms, but um, right. came over with it. Well, one of the huge changes is the community toolkits uh, code generation. Yes. Oh my goodness. It's so good. <laughs> it is pretty amazing uh, the way you can manage commands and, and observable properties and so forth. Yeah. It. I the So there's a bunch of community toolkits. So if you are unfamiliar with community toolkit, what on earth that means, um, there used to be this thing called the Xamarin Community Toolkit. And it was folks in our community and also some folks on our team who took things that were not a good fit for the Maui SDK itself, like MVVM helpers and toast pop-ups, not the food, the like little thing that comes up at the bottom of your screen. Just like these random, more particular controls than what you'd expect from a standard UI toolkit. And they put them into the Xamarin Community Toolkit package. Um, and it's it's the first thing I pull in to every Xamarin app I make now. It's, it's fundamental, in my opinion. Um, with Maui, they have created the Maui Community Toolkit. The Xamarin Community Toolkit has a Maui-compatible version. But there is also the brand new Maui Community Toolkit. Um, which is awesome. And that's where the, the new architecture and stuff will be. So that's the fancy one. Um, more so do you need, do you need both? Or if you have the, the Maui community toolkit, you're set. You don't need both for, for, if you're migrating, I would use the, um, Xamarin toolkit Maui compat. Okay. And then eventually replacing it. But if you're starting a new Maui app, if it's, you know, Greenfield app, you can just go straight for Community Toolkit Maui. And how many people do you know who get to work on Greenfield projects? We actually have quite a few. We were looking, we've been doing some um, research on who's going to migrate their apps. Um, and most of the existing Xamarin customers are going to migrate it within six months, if not a year, which is very exciting. That's, it was like somewhere in the 80s or 90s of percent. Um, and then some... Uh, of the respondents, I can't remember the data. I should really have had the survey up, but oh well. Um, we we do monitor that, like, are you starting a Maui app from scratch? And there has been a healthy, like, double-digit percentage point. Definitely not as much as we're seeing folks migrate. Um, but also anecdotally, like, usage of Xamarin and Xamarin Forms has held steady while Maui usage has grown significantly. So that tells us that people are creating new projects as well as maintaining their old Xamarin projects. And obviously part of that is because it's going to take some time for folks to start migrating, but it's cool that people are building new Maui projects anyways. Yes. And that brings up an interesting question, which is let's say you have a legacy Xamarin forms project and now someone comes along and wants a new feature 
on that project, a, a fairly large feature. Is it possible to write that in Maui and then plug that into an existing Xamarin Forms app? The best thing to do would just to be upgrade your Forms app at that point. Um, okay. It, for most people, for almost everybody, upgrading your, your Forms app to Maui is going to be changing namespaces, updating the project file to the new SDK style, which is not even new anymore. It's just that we, we're not doing it with Xamarin. And making sure that everything still looks good. So not uh, the, of course assuming all of the packages you rely on um have been updated and have maui compatible versions or .NET 6 compatible versions we're also we're working on the upgrade assistant tool which will do most of this for you it's been um a, a slow and steady process because we also had to extend extend the .NET upgrade assistant tool to just like allow mobile stuff in general which has been exciting um there's a lot of work going on there so hopefully that gets a little bit easier as time goes on but for the most part upgrading should not be a horrible process we've been monitoring feedback and a lot of people said it's actually easier for them to create a new maui app and just copy paste all their files in and then that has worked fine um some people said that they were able to do it all within the project and that was fine so plenty of ways to do it um but yeah, I would. I don't think there is any reasonable way to write a Maui control and stick that into your Xamarin Forms app. It's the okay. same XAML anyways, so. Yep, yeah. yep. That sounds more than reasonable. I just ran out of questions. Give me a second. <laughs> oh, cool. You're fine. You can ask about App Center if you want. Ask what? About App Center. Oh, sure. Great. Tell me about what's going on with App Center these days. Great question. Um, lots of questions about both the App Center SDK for crashes and analytics and UI test support. So we are internally updating both of those right now to support MAUI. Um, they're coming along slowly but surely. We are also, as an org, as all of DevDiv, um, developer division at Microsoft, taking a look at how to kind of make the cloud an easy place for Maui developers to integrate. Um, which no, notice that didn't say like app center to just stay around exactly as it is. Like we want to make sure we're investing in app center or whatever in the right way. Um, that doesn't mean anything's dying. One of our fundamental philosophies is like, we don't want anyone to have to rewrite their app center stuff because app center is good. And there's Xamarin UI test stuff because that stuff's really good. So whether it's bringing back kind of a more updated app center for Maui um, and adding more features back to that or creating something straight out of Azure that makes mobile development a bit easier or just extending Azure, what's already there for Maui developers. Oh, my computer just fell asleep. Okay, came back. Okay, good. Um, yeah, whether it's extending App Center or moving the great parts of App Center into a kind of a more holistic experience, there's a lot of opportunity for us there. We are absolutely going to keep those of you using App Center now supported with Maui, but I'm also optimistic that in the next, I don't know, maybe half a year to a year, you see a lot of actual improvements and gains in the cloud space for mobile apps instead of what it's been for the past couple of years, which is really... Like, yeah, it works with the latest, and that's it. Got it. We'll uh, 
Maui's release cycle be tied to any of the other release cycles? Yep, it's tied to the SDK itself is tied to .NET, so it's once a year with um, regular service releases, um, and and that's always in the fall in November. I guess I shouldn't say always because we keep saying something's always and then it changes again. And then the tooling is of course tied to Visual Studio releases, which are every three ish, four ish months, just kind of depending. Um, yeah, well, and with so, the preview, it's been every three or four days, but okay. <laughs> yes, yeah, the preview, we move we move fast, which is nice. Um, but the good thing is the latest Visual Studio will always pull in the latest MAUI workload for you, so you don't have to worry about maintaining that um, in your workload versions and your .NET versions separately. Visual Studio just does it all for you. If you're you know, doing all CLI or you're not using Visual Studio to develop or you're using VS Code or you're... Um, on Linux and you're developing there, you can use the .NET workload commands with the the CLI to keep everything updated and then tooling wouldn't matter for you anyways. Great. Well, lots of exciting stuff happening with Maui. Um, Looking forward to getting those links from you and especially links to any kind of documentation on these topics and other advanced topics. I think I experience, I'm not sure whether this is universal, that, uh, as I say, there's a tremendous amount for getting people started with Maui. What is Maui? How do you write your first program? And I'm hoping to be able to go on to, okay, you've got your program up and running. Now here's how you do this crazy thing or that crazy thing. Love it. It was great talking to you as always. And excited to see the rest of your blogs. Thank you so much, Maddie. I really appreciate you coming on. Of course. I don't go away. I know. I'm going to find you those links. Stop the recording.